1: For generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
3: Look out. It's only films to be buried with. Hello, Films to be Buried with Crew. This is your producer, Buddy Peace. I am checking in uh, on behalf of Brett, uh, your usual voice you'll hear at the start of every episode. Just to let you know what's going on with this episode and perhaps a few going into the future. Basically, due to the ongoing SAG-AFTRA strike, uh, we will be temporarily on pause and there will be a few rewind episodes. Basically, episodes where we look back into the voluminous archives of films to be buried with and present you with uh, a few sort of repackaged and repolished episodes from our history. And in this case, we have a fabulous episode with Sarah Snook, who you might be familiar with from uh, her character Shiv and Succession, which at that point in time was, I think it just finished its second season. So we had a further two more seasons to come. And also, so this episode was recorded in person with Brett and they were working on at that point, uh, an untitled project, which would go on to be known as Soulmates, this episode was aired uh originally on january the 16th 2020 so that marks it a well you could call it a pre-pandemic podcast episode so it's pretty interesting going back to hear this one in particular because uh obviously so much has happened since in terms of what sarah's been working on and in the world so It's an interesting one to hear in a different context. Yeah, we really think you'll like this one. Uh, It's lovely to hear Sarah because uh, I don't think she does a a whole ton of these kind of things. So, um, yeah, please enjoy. And we will check in again with a few more Rewind episodes going back into the films to be buried with archives. But for now, please enjoy the wonderful Sarah Snook.
4: Hello and welcome to Films To Be Buried With. It is me, Brett Goldstein, and I am joined today by a writer, a director, an a, award-nominated and when this comes out, possibly award-winning, although she's won awards before, let's face it, she's absolutely decorated. She's caked in awards. She is an actor and a hero and successional... Please welcome to the show the brilliant Sarah Snook. <laughs>
5: Hi.
4: <laughs> Hi Sarah, how Hi. are you?
5: I'm good. Did you call me a succession lord?
4: I, su- I said you were successional.
5: Oh, successional. Cool.
4: Yeah. Uh, we are in Madrid. Yeah. Uh, the show that Will Bridges and I co-created yeah. and wrote. You play the lead in the yeah. in the opening episode. Yeah. And episode. yeah. You were so phenomenal that we decided to say that you had to come back to Madrid to film an ecstasy. <laughs> but in fact, it was a trap to make you do the podcast. Got it. So, I knew it. So thank you for coming. I knew it. Yeah. Thank you for coming back. You're welcome. Thanks for having me back. Uh, oh, where do I start? This, you don't do a lot of podcasts?
5: Yeah, I think I have done one and only one. And I don't think I've done more. But I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. A lot of podcasts.
4: Do you listen to the serious, depressing ones.
5: I Yeah. <laughs> yes. I feel like there's like a constant guilt over my head that I'm not learning enough or not engaging my brain enough. And so I'm constantly listening to stuff that sometimes I'm boring myself with, but I'm like, must cram information <laughs> in now that I don't,
4: you know, that I'm not at university or at school or anything. Riddle me this. You live in New York. Yeah. You're from Australia. Yeah. You're in a show that people fucking love. And sort of for everyone I know, it's all they talk about. So what is that like for you?
5: It's weird. It's odd being on the inside of it. And I, at the same time, I was also like, I love the show myself. So it's kind of, it's great because like, what a kick to um, to, yeah. to be with people who are like, I love your show. I was like, me too. Um, <laughs> I love, you know, everyone on the show and they're all such talented people and, and, and creatives who make it and the technical sort of the crew who make it as well are also so great. And, like, it's a very uh, good experience to create the show. So to have people like it is icing on the cake, really, because I'd keep making it if people didn't like it because it's yeah. so much fun. <laughs>
4: And you're sort of trapped contractually as well if you do yeah, hate yeah, it. Yeah it's you. lucky
5: that it's a nice prison.
4: Yeah, that's very good. You like films?
5: I do. I do like films, but I feel like I'm constantly maybe this is this is a theme. Like I feel like I've not seen enough films and I'm like I must I've not seen that film and I, I feel like I'm always like behind on information and
4: find on films and behind on tv and a lot of pressure on yourself you're cramming a lot of news in your head <laughs> yeah yeah you've
5: got time to stop account. watching po- listen to podcasts and start yeah. watching more films
4: okay let's let's get into this i've forgotten to tell you something you've come all this way <laughs> yeah you've come all the way to madrid come back to madrid from New york and i've forgotten to tell you and i feel like a dickhead because i probably should have told you
5: before i got on the plane yeah
4: in a way because mm. at least you could have been a bit more prepared but ah oh, it! i'll just tell you um you died you've died Shit. yeah yeah really so, yeah really damn it how do you feel how did you die
5: i feel a lot freer
4: yeah yeah you don't have to keep cramming all them depressing podcasts in your head
5: yeah you <laughs> don't have to keep watching <laughs> play movies yeah Although in heaven, I get to watch as many, uh, provided I'm going to heaven, provided well, we'll there is see, a heaven, we'll see. I get to watch as many movies as I want. How did uh, you die? I died. I died in a great space accident.
4: Nice. <laughs> yes. What happened?
5: Ah, uh, well, because it would be hard, I think, for you to just suddenly die, because you would have no impact and not feel the pain, and like you'd have the impact and not feel the pain and all that stuff. And that's that's great for you, but not nice for your family. But I thought that if I went into space. That everyone's sort of on board with the possible dangers of me going into space right. for this sort of—I don't know what what it is—but it's like some sort of gala thing of like she's some some heroic thing in space. Oh, um, you're doing something good. I'm doing something good in space, and it's likely that I could perish. And it's if just I
4: sorting out climate change is like yeah. popping a plug in the atmosphere. and if I
5: if I manage not like if I managed to like succeed, yeah, then I'm a hero. But I could actually also die doing it, die trying. And so then it's painless for me because i just run out of oxygen and go into delirium and then i die. That's nice. Um, Is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, because, like, you would have... You'd it's sort like, of, drowning it's like
4: drowning in space. It's like drowning
5: in space. I don't, w- wouldn't like to drown because of the panic of drowning. But in space, there's no gravity and so there's, no, there's, like, less potential for panic.
4: Right. In your death, have you, like, popped out of the spaceship? Are you just free floating?
5: Yeah. I had to do something in, <laughs> on the spacecraft
4: and if you were on this side of it with all the gear on
5: Mm, yeah it's a bit like gravity I
4: guess now
5: that I think about it which terrified me
4: (laughs) as a film right
5: um and also what a view like you see
4: lovely view no one's arguing with that
5: and then you come you know if you re-entered the atmosphere you'd burn up
4: which way are you going but you're burning up as you re-enter the atmosphere
5: (laughs) no I'm going I'm already dead I'm, I'm dead in space
4: so you fell off the edge of a spaceship yeah trying to fix something yeah And you slowly run out of oxygen and (laughs) and that is a nicer death than drowning. Well,
5: maybe I wouldn't slowly run out of oxygen. I would just open my mask.
4: But then your head would explode. Would it? No, it wouldn't.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'll slowly run out of oxygen
4: then. Uh, Would your head
5: actually explode?
4: Yeah, I've seen... uh, Total recall. I think it does (laughs) because the pressure is too much or something. Uh,
5: Maybe I'd pump all the oxygen in at once so that I over-inflate my... I'm like, because isn't there like a oxygen saturation? Isn't there like a weird high or delirium thing that you would go into? Basically, I would need to pass out and then obviously die because... You're
4: really after a buzz (laughs) at this moment of death. I get that. I'm slightly worried about the build-up to the delirium.
5: Well, because I have to be in space because I feel like... For family and friends, it's not nice to just suddenly die. So then if they are prepared for my death somehow.
4: So you've treated it like a goalkeeper soccer yeah. during a penalty shootout in that you're a hero because no one's expecting you to save any. If you save one, yeah. you're amazing.
6: Yeah,
4: You're going on a space mission that is doomed. <laughs> no one's expected you to come back. But if you did, Mirror. amazing.
6: Yeah. Yeah,
4: but instead you fell off the edge. <laughs> you were you just fell off yeah. the spaceship. But I also, but we still think you're a hero. You yeah, b- because fell before off.
5: I fell off, I gave some really important data. Right, data collection that was really important, that intrinsic to saving the world in the future.
4: Right, and mm. it did help. Mm. This account, mm. the the accounts that you downloaded from space. <laughs> yes, <As laughs>
6: really helped.
5: Off? Yeah. I sent them straight to Greta Thunberg and she, you know, she's the queen of the world know. at that time. This isn't, you know, this isn't like 60 years' time, you know.
4: Okay. So you're I'm a 90-year-old. you're 90-year-old. I'm a
5: 92-year-old astronaut. You've gone out to
4: do some, uh, do some invoicing in space. You've stepped you're, off the side of the rocket. You're like, oh, I'll, I'll just input the, input the data. Whoops, I've fallen off. I oh, will tell you what will give me a nice high, nice <laughs> breath of air. Opens the visor, head explodes.
5: No, this is, you're making a mockery of my.
4: No, <laughs> I, I, it's very, it's a good, it's very cinematic.
5: Yeah, yeah. Pity I didn't watch many movies. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. and people <laughs> they're, are, they're
4: sad, but they were prepared. They were prepared as you went up as a ninety-two-year-old. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Probably mom. none of them le-
4: are left anymore. Yeah, they said, "Well, she's the light of it
5: yeah. Set yeah, a good yeah, innings.
4: Nice. Yeah.
5: Ninety two year old astronaut. Yeah. It's a
4: good idea actually to send ninety two year olds on missions, <laughs> yes, on suicide it's, missions. It's a great idea. It's actually a very good idea. Yeah. That was what I was paving the way for. That's because your idea. I legacy. was the first. Yeah. Lots of old people going, What the fuck? Now I've got to go and <laughs> save the world again. Yeah. Yes, grandma. And yeah. we're gonna say goodbye now, just before you <laughs> just up. in case. I love yeah. that. All right. And you do you worry about death?
5: No. I don't know whether it's because I haven't had a close family member pass away, sort of like immediate family, but I haven't had a lot of experience with death and sort of blithely I think that I'm fine with it, but (laughs) um,
4: I'm sure that once it sort of... um, You don't worry about your own death, like as in you're not scared I've had a good
5: life. You have? I'm pretty happy. I often think that. It's like, well, this this is enough. It's great. So far, so good. Thanks. Yeah.
4: That's very healthy. Do you think there's an afterlife?
5: I wouldn't rule it out. I think it would be presumptuous of us to completely rule that out because who's to say? (laughs) You um, are. In which case I would say, yes, there's some sort of energetic, spiritual, I don't know, there's something, surely, something. I think so. Very arrogant of us to presume absolutely not when there are so many other wonders in the universe. What is it? What is the afterlife? (laughs) Energy? Echoes? that painting looks like the afterlife.
4: Yeah, I'm in, in an apartment in Madrid where there are two paintings on the wall that look like they're in Twin Peaks Firewalk with me mm. and they scare me every night mm. and sometimes I think if you look at them long enough you will appear in them. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the afterlife. That's the afterlife. Yeah. Fucking painting of the David Show. <laughs> oh boy.
5: I don't know, something, there's something there. Yeah. We can't be the only miracle of the universe, you know, like yeah. it's kind of, you know, I'm sure that somehow we'll find life somewhere, even if it's in sort of another dimension. I have no idea, but I'm just, I'm not like going to rule it out.
4: I like that. Hmm. Do you think there's multiple realities happening at once?
5: Possibly. I don't know. Like a sliding doors kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not really. I um <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no. Okay. No, I mean, I like the idea of it. Well, isn't that what, I mean, Einstein said that time is like a loaf of bread and if you sliced it into slices and put a point. Oh, what I don't the, know what the, Einstein's life
4: the... is like a loaf of bread. <laughs> Quote. Don't,
5: don't no. you remember Einstein Gump? It's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, one of the scientists, oh God, um, described it. Now I sound really dumb. Um, but there's like it's like time is, can be described like a loaf, loaf of bread and if you drew a point from one side of the loaf uh, yeah. to the other, even if you sliced it and then reorganised it, those points would be in different places, but still. It's like a relativity thing. I don't know. Oh, uh,
4: what? They're fixed. You can, you can shuffle the bread.
5: You can shuffle the bread and they're fixed only by... Uh, I don't... Oh, uh, come on. <laughs> It's... I can see the diagram, and I can't explain it. But I know that time is like a loaf of bread. Yes, yes, multiple dimensions and realities can be happening at once, because time is is a construct in our own minds. Because we have to organize the passage of deterioration, I guess, and the passage of time and things, but that it's our own experience of it and that there is apparently argument that all things are all happening all at once. So the ancient Egypt and, and Einstein and all these things are all happening all at once, it's just our perception of how... Uh, we experience it personally, we're always in the center of it. So we can we can discern that there is a future and discern that there is a past. It's only relative to us because we're in the center of that moment. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm sure that, I'm getting this
4: science wrong. <laughs> and that is it's exactly like a loaf of bread.
5: Apparently it's like a loaf of bread. Yeah. I'm gonna find the I'll find the scientists and tell you. It's like, I don't know, not Brian Cox, but one of those <laughs> scientists. What am I
4: Well, you were right, after all, <laughs> there is a heaven. <laughs> And it's filled with cinemas.
5: Ah, brilliant.
4: Your favourite kind of cinema, which is?
5: I really like a cinema that serves you food. Do you? I I can dig that. I, yeah. Not into? <laughs> Do
4: you know what? I was even looking today to go to the cinema and the nearest one is one of them ones with like luxury reclining. Mm. I don't, I'm not, listen, not I'm not the, going for a nap.
5: Not into the luxury reclining. No, 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 not that. I want to there's, sit there's up straight. A, there's one in, in, in Williamsburg called Nighthawk. It's in Prospect Park as well. Yeah. And it's, like, upright chairs. But there's, like, Oops. a little table between the two of you and you can just, like, order a cocktail or order nachos. And, like, I kind of dig that. Yeah. There's something, yeah.
4: I think I treat cinema like um, some sort of punishment. That I think should be fucking sat <laughs> I was in I some sort chair. of church,
5: but you were, Yeah, were a Just
4: yeah. yeah. sit up on an uncomfortable chair, mm. straight. Wow. No one come bringing you shit. This, this You're is You're there church. to watch <laughs> the yeah. thing, yeah. You're there to watch the fucking thing. Not mm-hmm, to have a lie mm-hmm, down and mm-hmm. a meal, yeah. pathetic.
5: Do you know what? Actually, yeah. My favourite cinema is a full one because really? my favourite cinema-going experiences have been when the, when it's been full, when it's a theatre full of people. I always prefer films. I always like, you know, I love the films I see at film festivals because they're often full cinemas, yeah, and because people are reacting audibly to what they're watching, and they're yeah. also often at film festivals, you know, film nerds and buffs and fanatics, so they're more willing to. React. But yeah, the my favourite experiences of film watching have been in full cinemas.
4: You like community. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. In this heaven, everyone's obsessed with films. It's like a all film festival crowd, mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> but like not in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> and when they ask questions at a QA, they actually ask questions, they don't just tell mm, you that they're right. They they're making their own thing and, yeah. and anyway, yeah. that was it's more of a comment than a question. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they want to know about your life through films. Uh the first thing they ask you is what is the first film you remember seeing
5: okay the first film i remember seeing at the cinema yes was aladdin and i went with was matthew noble's birthday and i was the only girl invited
4: (gasps) shout out to matthew noble (laughs) i don't know if i've seen him since
5: (laughs) i think i was about five or so when that came out and i was the only girl invited Wow. and i loved it we were i remember sitting we we're all sitting in a row in the cinema and i was just in rapture watching this and to the point where at the end my favorite point mm-hmm. <laughs> like the genie doing all this stuff obsessed and when the genie pulled like they kiss so i'm really into the story they they, they kiss and all the boys next to me went Ugh, uh, <laughs> and i had been like you know leaning forward in my seat going mm-hmm. oh, and then they kissed, like, oh my goodness. And here this, I go, oh, oh no. Oh, <laughs> sort of immediate judgment or shame of going, yay, romance. And then, oh no, insane. boys don't like romance. Oh, hang on, what's going on here? And then having this like roller coaster of emotion where suddenly the genie pulls up the screen and goes, Major look. And I was like, he's in the cinema. Uh, he's
4: there. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh,
5: wow. Like, it's so meta, not even really knowing what that <laughs> meant, but just thought that was the cleverest. Um How many
4: cases were you
5: out with? <laughs> it makes it sound <laughs> like a really weird 5 update date. Yeah. There might have been about 13 of us or, like, 10 of us at least. Oh, no, maybe not. But I remember catching the tram back later. We were sitting on the, on the platform and everyone was, like, talking about the film and I was like, yeah, when they...
6: Not when they kiss. When obviously. the road on
5: the carpet was, and the genie, and they're like, "Yeah, but how gross is it when they kiss?" I'm like,
4: "Oh, well, yeah. yeah." I hope I never kiss. <laughs> what did you do that, Matthew Noble, <clears throat> who was a year above, no less, mm. was like, "I don't like girls, but she's cool." Uh, she can come
6: to
5: we. Atlanta. So my our sisters used to go to. Well, we went to the same. We must have. Yeah, we did go to the same school. Our sisters were in the same year, so they were friends, mm. and I would go around. And play with Matthew, I think, as well. And, you know, we would play cars and trucks and, like, you know, was a bit of a tomboy. (laughs) And um, my sisters would dress me up for photo shoots at their house in, like, little Bo Peep outfits or with their dog Minus, who terrified me completely. Minus? Yeah, this tiny little Jack Russell called Minus. Fucking terror of a dog.
4: Interesting
5: name. Yeah, really sharp claws. He didn't like me and I didn't like him, and yet we had to post
4: photos together.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So the
4: yeah. Was it with Matthew Noble's mum and dad, Mr and Mrs. Noble took you. Lynn Noble took, Lynn. took us, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Lynn. Shout out to Lynn. Amazing. And a big old cinema? Oh, and cinema. Matthew
5: Noble's dad was my dentist for years, like 18 years straight it would have been, until wow. I moved out of Adelaide to Sydney. Yeah. Oh, forgot about that. No, even longer. Yeah, Mr Noble,
4: Great dentist. Great yeah. Congrats, Dr <laughs> Noble. Yeah. You loved the cinema. Big old cinema? It, the one where I saw Aladdin? Yeah.
5: Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, it would have been like...
4: Did you think yeah. I want to do this?
5: Not then. I didn't know that that was a job.
4: You didn't know you could be an animated character? No, I didn't. I just wanted to be. <laughs> um, no. How many siblings you got? Two older sisters. All close?
5: Nine age, ten and six years older. But um, yeah, we're close. Yeah.
4: What is the film that made you cry the most?
5: I remember... I Okay, so I have a specific memory of crying... Because I cry a lot in films, yeah. and I cry on planes a lot, and sometimes I will choose the film in order to cry on planes. <laughs> like I'll be like, "This looks like a sad film. I'm on a plane. I'm going to watch it because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good." I don't know what Makes it feel is.
6: Bad.
5: I don't know. There's something in, but it's anecdotal. I don't know what what the science says, but yeah. there's anecdotal evidence of crying. It crying um, on planes, planes happens yeah. more. So I'll set it up so that I do. And I didn't do this in this case, but I remember watching Warrior. Joel Edgerton, yeah, yeah. and bawling, bawling. I don't even, I can't really remember what the film's about, Yeah, but bawling.
4: Episode six of the show that you're in, Mm -hmm. one of the big visual references is Warrior.
5: Oh, there you go. I found it really upsetting.
4: Well, it's a really good film with a really ridiculous pitch. If you just hear the pitch, you go, this is dog Mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. Two brothers (laughs) are forced to UFC each other.
5: Oh, yeah, that's right.
4: That's the, yeah. the pitch. Yeah. And they'll finally work out who's the two estranged that's brothers. That's
5: right. Yeah.
4: Got a UFC.
5: Yeah. Found it desperately sad. Yeah. And then, like, as a kid, my girl, obviously, <sighs> killed me. <I> was, like, <laughs> death? That,
4: that was like... There's your that's, death.
5: Yeah, that's a real first experience of, of death. <laughs> so yeah. when
4: you say you haven't experienced loss, you mean other than Macaulay Carpenter <laughs> Getting stung yeah. by Bays.
5: Yeah, and, like, such a heroic act. Didn't, doesn't he run in there to get her ring? Oh. And then he loses his glasses and that's how he dies. But he, there's something that he didn't need to go in there and he did for something for her.
4: So Warrior <clears> on <throat> a Plane is your film that made you cry the most. I think so. And I like that. like Embarrassingly <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> People clans, get your screen. It's just two men punching each other. You're <laughs>
5: Basically, <laughs> I'm like, what is the state of humanity if two brothers have to fight each other?
4: <laughs> for a bell. Oh, belt. God. Yeah. Uh, what is the film that scared you the most?
5: I did do a horror film a couple of years ago and I had never watched. It's called Jessabelle. (laughs) Yeah. Puzzled look. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd never seen any horror because I'd been too scared to watch films that scare me. And also I think I'd been told by mum not to watch them or I wasn't allowed to watch them, but I never had an interest in in seeking out scaring myself. Um, So I went on a whole like binge of watching horror films. It's like, this is my research. I'll watch a lot of horror films. (laughs) But the, and I found that I was like, oh, I quite like horror films that scare you because I know that it's not real. But the one that scared me the most, that actually genuinely scared me, is American Psycho. Interesting, because that's possibly real. Yeah, and I just want people to be nice and <laughs> want us all to get along and and to have someone be so cruel and and malicious in for intent and personal gain and narcissism and all of that just is make it. Ugh. Yeah, I found that really
4: un- deeply unsettling and scary. That's very interesting. Yeah. It's also a comedy, that film. Yeah. It's made a, as a comedy. Like I know, but a, I didn't really yeah, see it yeah. as a comedy. No, that's totally fair. It's a very But I w- Maybe
5: comedy. I'd watch it again. But I kind of came away from that going, oh, humans,
4: it's terrifying. <laughs> but that's also the world of succession.
5: Yeah. It's very yeah.
4: interesting, all that.
5: But when I was a kid, the one that scared me the most was... Um, <laughs> I don't even really remember the rest of the film because I was probably in the corner in terror. Yeah. Went on to a sleepover for a friend's um fifteenth, fourteenth birthday. Bunch of girls, maybe eleven of us, in a living room and we watched uh Jawbreaker. What's Do you know Jawbreaker? that film, Jawbreaker? I don't really remember it much, but it's like three girls who kidnap a friend of theirs as a joke.
6: Right.
5: And they tie her up, they like, you know, dress up and they as like people who are gonna mug her and they tie her up and they put a gumball a jawbreaker gumball in her mouth and then they throw her in the boot of the car and they've put like duct tape over the top and then they get to where they're going and it's all meant to be a big old joke and then they open the boot of the car and she's swallowed the gumball and it's in the middle of her throat yeah. and she's dead that and i'm like in a room of 11 girls and going one of them's gonna kill me <laughs> what if gonna put a jawbreaker in my mouth yeah. i don't remember the rest of the film was like, Terrified. And I also was the only one who didn't sleep that night. So I remember people were watching the film going, This is stupid, and dropping off. And I was just sitting there in terror. You were
4: vigilant. You were like, I can't <laughs> I can't remember the rest of the film, and I was just vigilant that like yeah. you were like, I need to go back to Matthew Nobles, it's my safer there with the
5: boys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go back to Aladdin.
4: Fuck. Wow. That's yeah. a horrible film.
5: Yeah.
4: So you don't like it. It's these probably scares. a comedy
5: as well. It's probably a comedy, and I missed the point and I just took it too literally. <laughs> it's like
4: You don't like being scared.
5: I don't don't. mind it. I quite like, you know, like I love going to, um, you know, the Hollywood Horror Nights and and all those sort of like silly, quote-unquote silly sort of horror stuff because, you know, like being chased by a chainsaw in a theme park. Is a lot of fun,
6: yeah.
5: Because yeah. um, I know that there's no there's no teeth in that chainsaw. So this is right. like the sound. Like I remember we went to the Hollywood Horror Nights. Is it the Universal Studios? I think. Yeah. And I was genuinely running in a circle. The guy was chasing me <laughs> in a circle around myself. I could, if I wanted to get away, I could have. But I was
6: you in tears, te-
5: in tears, laughing so hard and so scared. But in this kind of like hysteria. Yeah. My boyfriend at the time was just like standing back, watching me, going, "You're running in a circle, like you." <laughs> you're actually that scared i'm like i'm terrified and i love that feeling but i when it's dark and when it's darkness of like the human soul and our capacity to hurt each other that's yeah I can't abide that i'm completely uncomfortable
4: yeah, i love horror films but i don't like i hate torture ones i hate mm. it where it's just people being mm. i like ghosty ones
5: yeah those are fun i remember the, what the conjuring
4: Love The Conjuring. Loved
5: The Conjuring. That is
4: fucking brilliant. Yeah,
5: I went and saw that at the cinema and that was the best because, like, yeah. you're scared at the same time and then everyone, and then someone at the back goes, oh! and everyone laughs at them but they're also like, oh, I'm so glad someone else <laughs> made the sound that I wanted to. <laughs> and there's that sort of tension release thing, like watching A Quiet Place at the cinema. Wow,
6: uh, yeah. what an
5: experience. So everyone's shit. so quiet.
4: Yeah, <laughs> did touch my popcorn. I was furious. Yeah, yeah. Cinema yeah. bought popcorn. No,
5: I'm glad you didn't eat it.
4: Crying and shit. Mm. You don't mind crying in front of people?
5: Don't mind crying in front of people? No, I mean, I do it for my job. Yeah.
4: Can I ask you about that? You are genuinely, I'll say this, I've said this to you off mic, i well, say it on mic, you're a fucking amazing actor. And in our show, you were extraordinary. And there's a bit, no spoilers, but at some point you have to do a bit of crying. And uh, <laughs> it was so good, but I'm genuinely, I don't know how you do it. And I wonder if you could... <laughs> it. Like, is it just you're imagining exactly is the character is there a trick in your head is mm. there a physical thing you can make yourself do that makes you cry
5: yeah there's like you know you keep your eyes open as long as you can <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that helps <laughs> having empathy for the character mm. um maybe that's why i cry more now in in films than i used to i remember being a teenager and seeing like my mum cry in a film or something like that and be like why enough why is she crying this isn't sad <laughs> But teenagers genuinely, like scientific, like neurologically, have less empathy. Really, which is really less than a child. Less than a child, they go through a stage developmentally where they have less empathy. Why? And part of that is I'm not sure why, but there's probably a reason for evolutionary wise. But that's part of why people like Hitler and who was the one Pol Pot like these like youths Mm -hmm. teenage rebel rebel youths are so easily sort of converted and and able to commit such atrocities that you go like how could you bear to do that because they genuinely have less empathy it's not that they're not going to grow into empathy it's just it's a neurological thing where you have to learn it again and and I feel like I've had that experience where I've seen you know a film that I didn't really understand or I, I watched and went yeah that's a good film and then watched it again and bawled my eyes out (laughs) or even a film like watching I started watching Moana on the plane because I wanted to cry yeah and I can't remember what part I ended up not finishing it because um
4: couldn't take
5: it I could no because something else was happening but I remember just like just the Embarrassed thing made me start crying. I was like, I don't think I'm really ready for this right now. I just, I can't. I'm going to ball completely, so i am going to stop this now. Because, like, it was, like, a really small thing. I was like, I don't know, someone getting a scratch and, and crying. Or Usually the thing that makes me cry is kindness to other people. Yeah. Like like in Toy Story, what's the one, three, with the kids, where he's, like, he's got to go to college. Is that the one, yeah, the that three? That's... The only part that made me cry in that, like, I really expected to cry a lot more. The only mm. part that made me cry was when, when she offers him the toys back yeah. when they're playing together. It's like, oh,
6: yeah.
5: oh, <laughs> it's like, re- that's really sad. Yeah, but anyway, I, I think as I've gotten older, it's easier to imagine, to, to well, to, just to cry, but to imagine what it's like to be another person because you have more sort of experience of mm. that you've gone through yourself and that you can imaginatively then put yourself in the position of that character. Also just breathing, yeah,
0: really? is a
5: technical sort of thing, just like being in touch with your breath and allowing something to hit you or allowing yourself to really feel something on a deep level.
4: I mean, we didn't make you do it a lot, but could you, if we'd have, have, for whatever reason, had to sort of shoot that all day, could you have kept crying or would it have been like, I'm done now?
5: Yeah, it depends. I've, I've learned that, like, you get a muscle memory for it, and this sounds really weird, but also hydrating because like you're you're yeah. expelling liquid, and so you need to hydrate. And it actually I have found when I've decided to go like, no, stay in it, stay in it, you've got to you've got to be in it and mm-hmm. can't leave. Then you sort of deplete the cup, I guess, and you have right. to step away from it and think about other things. And I find it very difficult to stay in something without giving myself a break for it, from it so that when I come back to it it's fresh. So it's much easier if you sort of just break the spell for a second. Right. If you're gonna be going for, you know, five, six hours. Uh-huh. Not that I've ever really had to do a crying scene for six hours. In which case I would be like, you need to schedule this
6: better.
4: Yeah.
5: And also like
4: You really need to maybe I shouldn't
5: on. be crying. Is that why we're going again? Like maybe I should be acting better?
4: Like Yeah. Something that, wrong. that you're fine. Just,
5: yeah. <laughs> just keep keep up the tears.
4: Right. What is the film that people don't like? Critically, not acclaimed. <clears throat> Most people think it's shit, but you're like, fuck off everyone, this film's brilliant.
5: <laughs> I don't have a lot of films like that where I love it and um, oh, no just one go else. You to... Yeah, but I think I've had the experience where <laughs> I remember liking a film a lot and I saw it when I was a kid. I haven't seen it since. Maybe it doesn't hold up, but I've heard it since been disparaged and people are like, oh, that film. What is it? <laughs> Chocolat.
6: Oh, like, Yeah, yeah. That's people it, that's like fucking
4: film.
5: That, exactly. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh yeah, but I had such a great time
4: when I watched it back no, in I the mean, day. I think that film is like totally lovely, fine.
6: Yeah, as in, it's, it's not a
4: bad film in any way. I think it's just like for some people, like, oh, yeah, yeah. This, it's definitely not a bad film. Chocolate. Okay,
5: cool. It's I mean, I'd, I'd never seen it again. Lovely. It's lovely. I saw it a couple of times when I was a kid, obviously.
4: Yeah, it's a lovely film.
5: It's lovely. It's lovely. But a
4: lot of people don't like it, so. No, people don't like Lovely, though, do they? People don't like Amelie. No.
5: People didn't it's like busted. Eat, Pray, Love as well and those kinds of films. But I, I sort of, like, I get the purpose of them, you know? Like, Which is? I don't know, make people happy, give yeah. people hope. Do you know what I did? I actually looked up the top on IMDb. I was like, oh, fuck, i got to get my film knowledge up again. And I yeah. was, like, scrolling through. It's somewhat revealing about our, the state of humanity, I guess, at the top 200 films. Yeah. A lot of them are about guns and violence and murder and war, and mm. and not many Eat Pray Loves are out there.
4: <laughs> not enough women going on tours of the world. It's just not enough women, eating. to be honest. Yeah. Top it's 10 that.
5: films, all male leads and male, like male protagonists and male directors. And
4: top, this is the top 10, like, on most IMDb. box it? Box no, it's like all top voters. IMDb rated. So, uh, that, you know, that's like. Shawshank. Yeah. Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
5: Emily was in the top two hundred, which is why it reminded me
4: of. Right. Yeah. Interesting. I think
5: she was number two hundred. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's clinging on at the end. Yeah. You used to like me. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. What's the What's the film that you used to love, but you oh. watched it recently and went, "Oh, I don't like this anymore."
5: I don't know why, but I used to be a really big Billy Crystal fan.
4: Yeah, me too.
5: Yeah, Have City been. Slickers loved that film. Does yes. not hold up. Really? <laughs> Terrible. You see one of my favourite films. Mate, same. I was like, see, oh, crazy. Hold up? It's, such it's just a good like film. it's boring. It's saccharine and sentimental. And here's where we going like, hey, pray yeah, love, Jack we right need there. some more infrared <laughs> love around. It's just like, and he won a fucking he won an Oscar for it as well.
4: Jack Palance.
5: No, Billy Crystal Billy Crystal. He was nominated for it, I think. Or Jack the Palance Golden... won
4: the uh, best supporting actor.
5: Yeah. But I think posthumously, I think he died between...
4: No, because he did um, push-ups at the Oscars. Got it. <laughs> wow.
5: Yeah. Well, maybe Billy Crystal got nominated for a Golden Globe then.
4: Anyway, I just... Not, uh, it's not good. It's, it's not got great. got Jake in it, doing a farty armpit. He's
0: the same.
5: Yeah, son. yeah. Uh, it watch matter. it. I don't want to <laughs> I. I mean, maybe I was not in the right mood to watch it again, but mm. I was pretty excited to watch it again and was like, yeah. this is just destroying my childhood because I like I watched City Slickers 2 I watched Analyze This and Analyze yeah. That <laughs>
4: like to be honest what kind of 10 was. City Slickers was. was sort of killed for me by City Slickers 2 yeah which is a dark I don't remember money just I think because the message of City Slickers 1 was so sort of joyful and mm. and seize the mm. day and live mm. your life and have mm. adventures and then mm. they made City figures too. It's like, let's make money. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Instead. Yeah. All right. Not great. Well, that's maybe sad. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. What is the film that means the <laughs> most to you? Not because the film
0: itself. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases. And 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. The Therapy for Black
2: Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here,
4: any good? might be, but more because the experience you had
5: oh, yeah. watching
4: it, the story you remember it from. i got two. Okay.
5: One watching, and I know that I'm not mentioned mention Titanic,
4: but... You ca- it's not been mentioned for a while. you gonna <laughs> mention Titanic.
5: Titanic only because it was the first film that I saw and loved, and I was like, this film is amazing.
4: Yeah.
5: Like, like I saw it at the cinema and I felt sort of more adult to go, to going and seeing that. And then I went and saw it with my sister, At the cinema again and I had forgotten, I guess, what happens. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking crashed. What the fuck? No, 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 no. Earlier. This was like the joyful opening sequence of him getting on the boat. I was in tears, bawling. So uncontrollably that I had to leave. My sister thought that i had gone food poisoning and I was throwing up in the bathroom. I watched for the first third of the, maybe even half of the film, I watched in the um, entrance, the VOM. Like I'd gone to the toilet because I couldn't bear the fact that they were getting on the boat that was doomed, uh-huh. that was going to sink, that I knew it was going to sink and I couldn't actually do anything about it. I couldn't. Yeah. I wanted to yell at the screen like, don't get on the boat, <laughs> just don't. Yeah. Just don't. It's fate. Like I can't stop it and they can't, they won't. They're not. They get, they're they're going to get on the boat, and I just and they're going to have this whole thing. And I, yeah, the experience of of knowing what was the future for these people and not being able to prevent their deaths or their
4: experiencing
6: ex- time all at once. Yes. <laughs> yes, like a loaf of bread. Yes.
5: And so then I, I ran. I left the cinema and went to the bathroom and for three hours. No, I you know cried for longer and then i got myself together and splashed my face with water and i came back into the the little you know like the, the is it the vom the, the vomitorium the entrance into i don't know what it's called anyway the entrance into the cinema where you can see the cinema but you, and then you have to go around to get to the seats oh see the screen and as soon as i entered again i was like oh they're on the boat <laughs> they're on the boat falling <laughs> again But i I'm, warned you <laughs> I, can't, I can't do anything about this Crying, but then I so I, I sat there for a long time. I look, I must have looked like I'd snuck into the cinema. Right. I had a ticket. And my sister was like, "Where is Sarah?" And I sat by the entrance because I couldn't bear the pain of watching them suffer. And then went and sat by my sister. She's like, Are "You okay?" I'm like, "Yeah." So I just got upset.
4: Uh that's really sad.
5: Yeah, yeah. But the other great yeah. was um, the artist. I was in New York for the first time, and a friend of a friend. A, f- a friend got in touch with uh, their friend and said, Ryan, can you take Sarah out? She's only she's in New York blah, blah, blah. and we went out for coffee or something and he said, I've got $5 tickets. I'm a MoMA member. $5 tickets to this new film called The Artist. Do you want to come? It's a special screening. I think they're doing a Q&A afterwards. And I had never heard of the film. I didn't know that it had just you know, been to Cannes and done all the sort of the whole thing. Most extraordinary film I've ever seen in the cinema because the audience, it's a silent film, the audience did the soundtrack because they're all going, oh. Oh ah! like yeah. all these laughs yeah. were in unison, and the music for it, if you watch it with a cinema full of people, yeah. the music for it guides you. It's extraordinary. It was just an amazing cinema experience to have. And then, you know everyone immediately stood and clapped and
6: yeah, yeah.
5: So, so much so that I was desperate for my boyfriend at the time, I was like, we have to go see this film. you would have loved it, blah blah blah. We went and saw it in uh, Newtown in Sydney, and there were six people in the audience and it was really slow it was very boring it was hard to watch i had an exact opposite experience i enjoyed it still but i was so desperate for everybody to enjoy it as much as i did the first time that i was getting anxiety that no one that the people would think less of the film because they didn't have the experience that i had watching it
4: i had the same experience with bad boys too (laughs) i did saw Bad Boys in a packed cinema on opening day in Harlem Yeah, and it was fucking amazing. People were shouting at the screen because mm. it was like, it was one of my favourite cinema experiences. Yeah. And then six months later I went to sit in Kent with my friend Paul, basically telling him it was the best film ever made yeah. and there were about 10 people there and no one laughed and I was like, this is shit. I hate Kent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's, Kent I Kent mean, doesn't know how to watch Bad Boys <laughs>
5: It can backfire though, because I saw Moneyball at the cinema in a full cinema. And I got really like, I don't like that film for some reason. I think I should watch it again because I've heard that it is good and I know that it's probably good. But I got very um, Australian about the uh, vocal American support for Brad Pitt in particular. They were like, Yeah, you tell him, Brad, like yelling at the screen. I was like, What the fuck? Let him do, like, let's just settle down, all right? You know? (laughs) So I had the I had like a Reddit like you know mm. it was turning me off the film rather than like encouraging me to be a part of it. So that's you know, fair. Yeah.
4: What is the uh? What mm-hmm. is the sexiest film you've ever seen?
5: I think Romeo and Juliet.
4: Nice. Yeah. You love a bit of Leo.
5: <laughs> well, it's at that time, I yeah. guess. The soundtrack as well, mm. really good soundtrack.
4: One of the great soundtracks.
5: Great soundtrack holds up still. Yeah. Yeah, and just.
4: Any there's like there's like a, the whole vibe.
5: No, I'm just thinking about it now, like there's like the romance of obviously Romeo and Juliet, but there's also a lot of sensuality to the film, which I think mm. you don't sort of think of when you think of Romeo and Juliet as the play or the star-crossed lovers. They're very like you don't think of the sensuality or the sort of explosion of puberty in that kind of world. Mm. I think the film does well in exploring that.
4: There's a subcategory. <laughs> yeah to this question uh troubling boners worrying why don't the film you found arousing but you weren't sure you shit. well
5: i think aladdin is
4: the answer to this because yes, you were immediately shamed
5: immediately shamed i also wanted to be aladdin but had a crush on aladdin which i think is a lot of the time like that's how my <laughs> romantic life has been is like i want to be you well or i'll just be with you <laughs> you know like i'm <laughs> like such a um, <laughs> Either or, idolizing of the person that I'm like you know I kind of just want to be you but if I could just I'll be near carpet. you I'll be the carpet I'll be the carpet so yeah I wanted to be Aladdin but also like I definitely yeah. wanted to be the genie but I think yeah I think Aladdin like he had a bit of a crush on him he's not really my type now but
4: you like men with nipples now <laughs> yes
5: <laughs> <laughs> and not wearing purple vests and yeah. pantaloons with a little fez
4: you fancy the genie a bit as well yeah
5: yeah yeah yeah, definitely.
4: Big, broad chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> slim <laughs> funny, waist. Sassy, very slim waist.
5: Very slim waist. Yeah. Turn into anything.
4: Yeah. You know, be um, anywhere. <laughs> yeah, he's great. And do voices.
5: Lots. Yeah, very entertaining.
4: What is the film you most relate to?
5: Yeah, so this is maybe a different kind of answer. I did a film back in like 2011, I think, oh. called Not Suitable for Children. And when it came out, people were like, Wow, Sarah, cool. She's great. Um, she's Australia's Emma Stone. I was like, fucking hell,
4: what? You are Australia's yeah. Emma Stone. Thanks, yeah. Ah, so I kept getting this. And I can people... <laughs> sleep, finally.
5: <laughs> so people kept on telling me this and I'd never seen any of her stuff, but yeah. I was a bit like, oh, can't I just be Australia's Sarah Or Can't I just no. be like my own name or can't I be like... Can't she be <laughs> America's yeah. You know, like just I wanted to be my own person. Anyway, then I went and watched Easy A, which had come out maybe a mm-hmm. year, two years before. It was sort of like at the beginning of her thing. And I watched that and was like, oh, yep, no, sh- I am Australia's Emma Stone. She's a better version of me. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Damn it. I could I, I could have done this film. I wouldn't have done it as well as she does because yeah. I'm a <laughs> beta copy of Emma Stone.
6: <laughs> Fuck. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's really the one I watched and where this is into me. Place now. Mm. Yeah. I think we thought we were getting Emma Stone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You've
5: him. been effusive in your praise. <laughs>
4: it's no, only to cover like your now. disappointment. Just what's that. Like, you're not Emma Stone.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Now we've got, listen, the credits, we don't have to.
5: No, you can just change the we'll name. Just put it, Yeah. Yeah. No one else will know. Yeah. They'll be like, oh yeah, Emma Stone just looks a little different. Yeah. Not that much different, even.
4: No. The, the, the Acting the
5: same, yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've also got J.J. Field in the series who looks exactly like Tom Hiddleston.
5: Oh, Basically, yeah. we've
4: made a series <laughs> of <them> with Licky legs. <laughs>
5: this, this is the double gangers. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah. What is the film, objectively, mm. that's the greatest film of all time?
5: This is a hard one.
4: Not I don't Your favourite? Just objectively the pinnacle of cinema.
5: I don't like saying things that are definitive I know. in this way.
4: Unfortunately, that's, the, that's the rules. I wouldn't answer that question, but then I haven't died falling off a rocket ship. Well. Trying to save you, In
5: that case, it should be gravity. Um, I think yes. it's possibly The Incredibles.
4: I mean, no one saw that coming. <laughs> no one.
5: I love that film.
4: Not even Emma Stone that she's in your head. <laughs> Tell me about The Incredibles.
5: The only film I've ever walked out of at the end and walked straight back in and bought another ticket and watched it again. Mm.
4: Yeah. Why so? I loved
5: it. I got. I just loved it. I, loved, I love superheroes. Surprisingly, I haven't like watched a lot of Avengers or any of the other superhero films, but I just love the concept. I really did love the concept of superheroes at that time. It's funny. It's got a good message. And then Incredibles 2, super psyched. And right. I really loved it as well. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I don't know what ob- objectively is the greatest film. Probably The Godfather. Probably, you know, everyone so. says.
4: But Incredibles but like, is a, a more interesting answer.
5: Well, a bit of lightness, a bit of fun, bit of humour. Yeah. Life of Brian, maybe?
4: I think that's a very good shout.
5: I think humour needs to be in The Greatest Film yeah. of all time. Because otherwise, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Agreed. Uh, The top ten films in in IMDb's sort of reckoning do not have really any humour. No jokes in them. I don't think so. From memory I was like, that's
4: dark, that's dark, that's got guns.
5: Damn, that's like. I think people
4: forget about humour and sort of take it for granted and don't Mm. realise that they need it. And it's quite easy to be dark. It is. Comparatively.
5: And I love watching films with humour but I don't. See, I don't go and watch, I'm going to go watch a comedy now. Yeah. For some reason I don't do that. But a film that has, that is funny with drama and heart, that yeah. makes me, think that's the best.
4: Like The Incredibles.
5: Yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe I'm going to put that for something else. Yeah. yeah listen, okay, I'm yeah. giving you The Incredibles. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, great.
4: It's a very good film mm-hmm. and that's your choice.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: What is the film you can or have watched the most over and over again?
5: I got a lot of answers (laughs) and they all seem to be in the 90s. Okay. But I think I watched, like, films a lot when I was, because I was home alone a lot when I was a kid by myself and I must have just watched a lot of films then and watched the same ones over and over. Like, I've watched Aladdin count, like, infinite amount of times and Lion King... And Free Willy, and Beethoven, and Little Island. Princess, and princess. Pretty Woman, and Goodwill Hunting, say. and uh, Best Friends Wedding, and Princess <laughs> of the Desert, and in, in, the <laughs> in the cupboard and Mighty Ducks, and White Fang, and Matilda, and Mrs. Doubtfire, and Jumanji, and all the like, the ones with Robin Williams. Yeah, so ones that I could watch. Over and over again. Now I don't tend to watch films twice, but then I used to watch them a lot.
4: Not since the Incredibles.
5: <laughs> Not since the Incredibles. <laughs> the last film I did that with, like walked out and watched it. I, this it was two days apart. The Lego movie was the last film I saw it. Legend twice.
4: Yeah. Too animated.
5: Yeah, love an animated. Mm. My mum used to be a Disney rep. Um what? Would bring home animated films. So I used I just watched like Aladdin What's Snow a White. Disney so, rep?
4: Well I think so she just hype, like a hype man for Disney.
5: <laughs> yeah, like like selling Disney VHSs. Oh, wow. And so I grew up watching. She would bring them home for me to watch. That's cool. Very cool. So, like, Little Mermaid, Peter Pan, Winnie the Pooh, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, Cinderella, Aladdin, Lion King.
4: Hunchback Notre Dame?
5: No, she'd left by the time that one came out. Have you seen that? I've got a really, like, sort of line between, like, Milan, she'd gone. Uh. You know, like, there's there's the late Disney that I'm like... It nah, it's no, it's not real Disney, <laughs> which is really silly.
6: Right.
5: Yeah, it's informed a lot. And also in, within that, like all the characters, my favourite character, because I, look, so I, because I, I have a problem, I guess, with the the idea of this like, this princess sort of mm-hmm. thing where you need a man to save you and you, you know, the kiss of the like, Sleeping Beauty and all those kinds of things. Yeah. I'm like, that's a bit fucked as a narrative to be telling our young yeah. daughters of the world. And yet. I watched all those films growing up and the thing I came away with it was like, I want to be Ursula, I want to be Jafar, I want to be the genie, oh, I want good. to be Aladdin, I want to be Sebastian. And I you know, like all the,
6: characters. All the cool
5: characters. Yeah, I could dig a little Simba, but mm, Nala, whatever. Timon yeah. and Pumbaa, definitely. Yeah.
6: Uh, yeah,
5: yeah.
4: Not even Cinderella. What about Cinderella? <clears throat> Do you want to be Prince Charming? I mean, who's interesting no. in Cinderella? The mice? The mice. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> and Sleeping Beauty, you want to be...
5: I didn't really watch that very much because there was no evil character that... Snow White, the dwarves,
4: and yeah. the queen, but okay. most of the dwarves. Is it Maleficent in Sleeping Beauty?
5: No. Is it, it's the story of the evil queen, right? I haven't seen Maleficent.
4: Yeah. She's, she's, the, yeah. she's the, the bad guy in Sleeping Beauty. Right. You'd have liked that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> what, okay, I'm going to give you uh, the Indian in the cupboard. What is <laughs> What is the... We don't like to be negative, but we'll do it quick. What's the worst film you've ever seen? Gremlins. Okay. There's a lot of people just throwing their (laughs) listening devices at the wall. And they're like, I liked Australia's Everstone. I'm totally happy to hear your thoughts on why Gremlins, beloved... (laughs) <laughs> Literally just re-released and every film magazine has given it five stars. Beloved Gremlins.
5: Literally re-released and given five stars. Yeah. Are you kidding m- me? This
4: month, I've read what? it in four magazines. It's re-released in cinemas and I'm surprised five stars across the board.
5: It's terrible. It's such a bad film. Why? The puppetry is bad. I watched it. Okay, granted. Yeah. I have zero nostalgic attachment to it. Never yeah. saw it until three years ago. And I yeah. was like, oh, Gremlins. Everyone loves Gremlins. You can yeah. watch Gremlins. I was like, this is some xenophobic weird like no it's terrible it's really bad the gremlins are kind of like ah no i just i got really pissed off watching it maybe that's why city slickers was bad because we watched them both the same oh, night, no, had had
6: terrible
4: terrible time. night. <laughs> <laughs> i think i watched gremlins recently and think my criticism was only that it's very slow surprising it's so
5: slow it was amazing
4: how long it took for a fucking gremlin to pop up in gremlins yeah but gremlins 2 really magnificent gremlins 2 the new batch <laughs>
5: Okay, Gremlins 2, the only thing I know about Gremlins 2 is Jordan Peele's. Um, yes.
4: And I think that's brilliant.
5: I just don't so need to watch it now.
4: That's funny. like... But it's really funny, Gremlins 2. It's just like a sketch show and it's taking a piss out of Trump. Okay. And it's I'll watch it. funny. <laughs> and they all sing New York, New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
5: Gremlins 1 though, man. Slow. Slow. It is slow. All this like, oh, it's a German made car. It's probably... Sh-. I'm like, what the fuck is this xenophobe? Like, come on. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah.
4: What is the, listen, you're funny. What's the funniest film? What's the film that made you laugh the most? The Castle. Fucking great film.
5: Castle, and that would be like one if I was going to watch again and again and again, I've seen that one so many times. I love, love that film. It's so good. It's yeah. great. It's just so charming. They shot it in like 10 days. They, I mean, it's like the best sort of cobbled together yeah. brilliance. And, and
4: teamwork, and I love it. Do you know what I really like about this? Quoted a lot. Every Australian that I've had on this show has picked the castle, and the reason I really like that is that I love the castle, castle went, went around the world and was brilliant, mm, mm. but it's the sort of film where mm. I would worry that an Australian would oh. go, that's not what Australia's like, but all the totally. Australians love yeah. it.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crocodile Dundee is like, yeah. that's not what Australia... <laughs> not that I've, to be honest, never seen the film. Okay. But... Pff, you can tell. The castle is just so good. Yeah, when they're the shopping trolley home with the luggage in it because they're so close to the airport and the, the the happiness about that, like sort of like the innocent naivety of like, yeah, and it's great because we just bring a trolley trolley home. It's so close to the airport for everyone else to be like, get away from the airport is bad real estate. They're like, oh, isn't it great? Just like seeing the good side of things, yeah. seeing the bright side of life, seeing like you know choosing to see the positive side. I love that tell him he's dreaming you know all those like all the quotes
4: (laughs) it's the vibe it's eric banner
2: yeah great yeah comedy excellent
4: lovely answer
2: the therapy for black girls podcast is an naacp and webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health personal development and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves here
4: God. Sarah Snook. Yes. You've been wonderful. However, <laughs> when you, uh, you were 92, and um, as part of a new program <laughs> that you set up, which was Old People Save the World, yeah. uh, you said <laughs> goodbye to your remaining family. Mm-hmm. They were fine with it. They were like, listen, you were like, listen, I might come back. And they were like, mm, okay, <laughs> we'll say goodbye just yeah. in case. Yeah. Wink, wink. And you're like, no, no, I think I'll come back. And they went, yeah, okay, grand. And uh, they said, but just so you know, I'm saying goodbye and love you, and I'm saying goodbye. Yeah. And you were like, see you in a bit. And they were like,
5: mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was then being super grand.
4: you got on this. You went super grand. You went on a rocket ship. Mm-hmm. You got out of the atmosphere. You got a load of space invoices, and you started inputting data <laughs> that would, for Greta Thurberg to put into her abacus, because she doesn't use electricity. <laughs> and, uh And... You did, you did this, but for some reason, one of the accounts that flew out the window, you're like, oh, I better get on the side of the rocket ship, pick up that invoice. You stepped out with your helmet, everything on, but you fell off, just slipped off the mm. edge, mm. Uh, clumsy, and you slipped <laughs> off the edge of the spaceship and you started free-floating through yeah. space, uh, heading towards the atmosphere because you were pointed down. Mm. And you thought, oh, it'd be nice to get a <clears> little high. I haven't got any weed on me. Maybe I'll see if I can intake a load of oxygen. Yeah. And as your body got near to the atmosphere, where it was about to explode, <laughs> instead, you popped open the hood of your helmet. Mm-hmm. You went, and your head exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Just exploded all over space. Yeah. Anyway, I heard about this. <laughs> and I was like, bloody hell, Muggins here's got to clean up. <laughs> so I had to fly into space. Yeah. Sc- I went out on one of them rope things, yeah. scraping up the bits of your fucking head yeah. that are blown up. Thank your you for project. that. Yeah, listen, I'm a friend. Scraped it all together, but there's bits yeah. of debris from the spacesuit that exploded with it. There's like bits of stars. I mean, we are mm. all made of stars, mm. but you at this mm. point literally mm. were. Anyway, I got all of you back together. I brought you back to Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking mess, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and there was a lot more of you than I would expected mm. because of all the extra bits I picked mm. up. Stuff all of you into a coffin. The coffin was originally made to your specifications, but there's more more of you.
5: (laughs) Well, I was melded with the debris. you melded with the debris.
4: The pressure actually made your your body expand. Yeah. And the explosion, it a real... It's
5: a real mess.
4: Yeah. Stuffed you in. The thing is, it's full now, this coffin. Mm. It's absolutely rammed. Mm. And there's only room for one DVD that I could slide in the side and send you over to the other side. And on the other side, it's movie night every night. What movie are you taking to show everyone on your movie night? I think Boy. She's taking
5: Boy. I think Boy. There's a lot of films one could take.
4: Yeah, I think James Acaster's taken Boy. So
5: Oh, damn it, I have to take a different one?
4: No, you've taken it. People like it that, that much, they'll be happy to came around again.
5: Maybe if no one's taken Priscilla Queen of the Desert, have they taken that one?
4: No, I think that's stayed on there, So you can take... <laughs> okay, you're going to take Silicon All right. I'll take Boy. You take Boy. Yeah. Um,
5: it's a gold, gold platinum edition.
4: Sarah Snook, is there mm-hmm. anything you would like to tell anyone to look out for? Uh, or to um, follow you on?
5: Look out for my space program, I'll be- <laughs>
4: <laughs> Old People Savory Words. Old People Words. Well.
5: Look out, look both ways when you cross the road. I don't know. We start shooting in April, so for the third season, there is a third season that will come out next year some point. Look out for this. The thing which doesn't have a name yet doesn't is it named?
4: Oh yeah, I mean we'll be a name out for it, but I don't know if we're allowed it yet. <clears throat> yeah, so look out for the untitled Brett
5: Goldstein and
4: Will Bridges project. project
5: starring. It's about soulmates. multiple people. It's about soulmates.
4: Yeah, stars. <laughs> it stars England's Tom Hiddleston and Australia's <laughs> Emma Stone. <laughs> <laughs> and it also has Ben Kingsley in it, so it's got a lot. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. It's a really big deal. I know you don't do these things. I really appreciate your time. You're welcome, of course. Thank you very much. All right. Well done. Thank you.
5: Thank you. Good to
3: be here. Thanks. Good to have you. So that was the wonderful Sarah Snook in a rewind episode of Films to be Buried With. We'll see you again next week for another episode. But in the meantime, and I'm doing this off memory, so I'm not going to get this right. But be well. Take care of yourselves and each other. That's not it, is it? Oh, yeah, 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 this is it. Be excellent to each other.
1: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: That's right.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross tiffany cross join me and be a part of sisterhood friendship wisdom and laughter we gather a seasoned elder myself as the middle generation and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had listen to across generations podcast on the iheart radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast